Before we get into today's episode, let me tell you about patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. There, you can listen to episodes two days earlier, as well as get exclusive shows such as So Tell Me, an introspective podcast by my crazy life, hosted by Chalfie, the D&D podcast, an entertainment podcast with Delvin Jr. talking about all things pop culture, On Shuffle, a music podcast hosted by Mike Fowler, and much, much more. So go to patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. That's patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. I want to give a special shout out to Patreon producer Mikey Famine, host of the Ben Podcast and Dig on America. Thank you. Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me on the podcast today is my boy, my brother, my guy, Jason Dutch. How you doing, buddy? What's up? What's happening, Delvin? Nothing much, man. Everything's pretty good. Everything's pretty solid, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm, uh, you know, I'm in Chicago, so, you know. Shout town. Yeah, I bet went back to Chicago temporarily. So, you know, I got I can't say I don't have complaints because I have complaints. But <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah but you're enjoying it overall? What's that? You're enjoying Chicago overall? Yeah, I mean I'm here with my family. Um it's you know, not we as were, terrible as Andrew Tate made it out to be, as he said. Um when is when is anything that Andrew Tate has said? Has had held any relevance what's to anyone other than the deepest of misogynists whatsoever. So I, that's one person who I wish I didn't even know who it was. You and me both. I was late to the game with I was late to the game with Andrew Tate. Like I didn't know who he was until I was like, too. like maybe five months ago. And I'm like, who the fuck oh, is when this he got the charges. guy everyone before that, before he went to jail. Like I but 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 not by much, maybe like two months. Yeah. And I'm like, I have, I'm like, I, who is everybody hating on on Twitch? Like, I, I don't know who this weirdo is. Now I'm like, oh, can I go back to not knowing? Who it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel the same way sometimes about a lot of people. A lot of people I feel that way about. So you probably feel that way about me. No, of course not. You're my boy. <laughs> As always, What's up, man. It's good. It's good to talk to you again, though. It's been we, don't, we haven't talked since the gun combo. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, before we get to that. As always, let's start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. Jason, are you ready? I am ready. Question number one. If there's one thing in American history you could change for the betterment of the country, what would you change? Um, 
The ratification of the Bill of Rights. Interesting. Why you say that one? Because it's caused us way too many issues. Like the, not to say that the general ideas behind a lot of what is written in the Bill of Rights is not okay. Um, the the entire Constitution in general. Oh yeah. You know, it, but but specifically the Bill of Rights and you know a couple of those bills specifically specifically, um, the, the founders. Well, the framers, I should say, the founders and framers are different people. Um, they should have just written what they meant instead of all this King James-ish, you know, like the ambiguity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, just here, use the words that you mean. I don't like black people. How about just say that instead of hinting around it so you don't, so you can save face later. Yeah, you know. And 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 specifically with the um, with the Second Amendment, and and this is coming from a guy who I own guns. Like I'm not like anti-gun, but the idea that like it's okay to have 63 AR-15s and 40,000 rounds of ammunition because I can, um, you know, it it's the it's very clearly, at least to me, written that we can own guns because of the necessity in those days for for to have a militia, right? Like yes. our standing army was like what, 85 people at the time of the ratification of the Bill of Rights. Like they, they, I wish they would have written it like more clearly, but they were so openly and purposely vague uh, that it's caused us a lot of issues with that we're seeing today when it comes to courts. Oh. And, and that's what I think we're gonna talk about Feinstein that's part of the issue right now is we need to have these, these votes to get these, these justices in. Um, and it all boils back down to that, you know? Well, uh, let, let me, let me add this also caveat. When, when was the bill of rights put in, uh, put in a year after the constitution. So that would have been uh, what? 1879. Yes. Or 1779. I I'm sorry. Yeah, that sounds right. 17, no, 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 no. 1789. 1789. Sorry. I'm losing my mind. Okay. Con thank you. Yeah, You're the historian here, so you should know this. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I, 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 I do, you know, my ADD does get the better of me once and again. I, or always. I, <laughs> I ask that because I feel like in that time period, there was more a necessity for guns, more, more so for as a way of life because you know, like hunting is a good aspect of all those which types of things. Not, which is not mentioned in the document. Yeah, there's other things. You know? The gun, guns are more were more useful back then as opposed yeah. to now. Like you, we don't have to hunt anymore. That's like that's not a thing people do. People hunt for like fun and sports. It's not necessarily a survival thing as it was back then, where everybody had to hunt to get food and things like that, and to make clothes and wear and wears and stuff like that as opposed to now when you don't really have to do that yeah it would have been it would have been better if they would have written something about you know uh you know in order to find you know find food to feed your family uh you know the right to bear hunting arms shall not be infringed or to protect yourself from bears or something like that like you know obviously but it doesn't even mention the word protection or hunting or any of that you know yeah. what i mean so Bottom line is, this is gonna be a little controversial, but fuck it, we're here. I don't. Yeah, and think that's the thing is, you can't like. I'm not even. 
Like, yeah, but you asked me the the question you asked me was what 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 could I change? Yeah, well, let, me, <laughs> right? let me get what I was going to say. How about the electoral college? How about that? that you know, that's part of that's all part of the whole but shebang. I, my opinion is, we as humans should not be going off of rules and laws that were made hundreds of years ago. And I'm not only including the Bill of Rights, I'm including the Bible. I was going to say, how about thousands? Thousands, all aspects of life. Not because there's something wrong with it, it's because as a society, we have adapted and changed so much Mm -hmm. that those people back then could not even fathom us having the things, technology and things that we have now. And we won't 100 years from now. Yes. So you those know, things would have to be made to be have adjustments to them. Right. Including the Bible, I would say. Especially. All religion, for that matter, not just the Bible. Yes. You know? um, every, every holy scripture that, that the, the, the problem that I have with that, just to kind of be clear for those people who might be like, oh, Scott, here's another anti-religion guy. I have no problem with you having religion. My issue with it is when you believe that your religion um, gives you a set of morals that are superior to any set of morals that one could have without that religion, and therefore I must impose my specific religion's morals on other people who may not adopt my religion, that is, you know, highly problematic. Yeah. And something we should that, that we should get rid of. So... Question number two, Dutch. What is an adjacent Dutch playlist? Uh, it's mostly a mix of 1990s. Well, it's almost all 90s music. Uh, a little 80s, a little 80s creeps in there. A tiny bit of 70s, you know, a little bit more 80s and 70s, mostly 90s. And a couple things from you know post 2k um but specifically 90s hip-hop 90s alternative rock um and metallica because i like metallica as well right but okay but but they're kind of alternative rock adjacent ish in a way um but uh but yeah that's basically it's mostly alternative smashing pumpkins nirvana um, you know, Tribe Called Quest, Buster Rhymes, you know, Snoop Dogg, etc. I like it. Okay. Question number three. Who is a dream guest you would like to have on Dick of America that you have not had on yet? That is, and let me add the caveat to this. That is an actual feasible guest that you probably can get on. Well, the easy answer to that would be Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because she agreed to come on the show. Um and then she got famous. Ah. We we had her lined up. Um we we were about a month out cuz you know, you book political candidates about a month out. We had her lined up in early 2018. Um before she uh pulled off the the big upset uh in the primary. Um but she started like she started getting a little bit more notoriety. Um, we, there was a podcast. What was it called? Um, it's called, it was called life in the left lane, but they had a different dumb all over who had interviewed her like eight months before the primary or something. And then we went to interview her. We, they were like, Hey, can we talk to you too? And she was like, her team was like, yeah, absolutely. She was like, 
y'all come on. And then, unfortunately, then she started getting, you know, requests from real shows. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so we lost out on that, and we, ne- we we don't have that in our back catalog. But it was very close to happening. That would have been a fantastic – what that – were you guys digging America back? Y'all could have been digging America No, that was – we were, we were voiced from the underground back yes. in those days. But, uh, you know, it one became the other. Um, yeah. The same thing happened again with Summer Lee. Oh. I don't know if you know who she is, but yes. uh, the yeah, so from Pennsylvania, we had book Summer Lee, and then um, she started to get more popular. So her team backed out. So essentially, what you're saying is, if Dutch tried to book somebody, they're probably going to become famous. No, because I've had we we've had many on. You know what I mean? Like I've interviewed many many candidates. Well, I guess yeah. I guess that's true. They they never actually became famous because they didn't come on. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> the if, ones if who Dutch don't come on are the ones who become they, famous. Yeah, if, if Dutch books someone and they back out, it's because they, they about to blow up. Yes. <laughs> All right. Question number four. Uh, let's, give you the, um, let's give you the opposite of the question. Similar mm-hmm. question, but somebody who you wouldn't don't, because I think you, you kind of agree with AOC's views a little bit like that, more so, more more or less. Who would you like to have on who you don't agree with? Because you know my show, my show, I've had on plenty uh, of people I don't agree with. Yeah, I mean it. It doesn't particularly go well. I mean we've done. We, oh, I've seen we've done this before. I, I've been on. I've heard a few yeah. episodes that didn't go well. That, that, I, I have no problem having on conservatives. Um, COVID kind of ruined that because oh, you know, how so? it started getting, it's, it got, what's, what's that? I said, how so? Because of the vaccine misinformation, Oh, you know, and, and like, we we're not going to platform, you know, negative, you know, false information. Right. You know, or, or anything that's going to lead people to not making uh you know, a decision for their own health based on unprovable statistics. Right. So, you know, that's, that's something that should be between their doctor and themselves. And, um, you know, so it, it didn't particularly go well because they would always try to go there. Um, same thing happened with, you know, with Black Lives Matter. You know, in 2020, a lot of those conversations went the wrong way because, you know, it would always go back to like, well, what about black on black crime? You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. that old conversation again. So they, it, they don't really go well. Um, but... Um, I mean, if I were going, I, I think if it was going to be somebody who I'd be like somewhat safe with it, maybe he's like a Herman Cain type okay. figure. Um, I maybe Condoleezza Rice, even though you know she's technically guilty of uh, war crimes um, as part of the Bush administration. With you know, but the, the I mean, I, I'd have on anyone. You know, I'd have on like Tim Allen or. Terrence K. Williams or, you know, somebody like that. So, I mean, I have them on. They just have to – I want I, would, I want it to be somebody who's not going to try to move the goalposts any more than a normal person might, you know, just by accident. Because we all, we all move the goalposts by accident here and there. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about, like, deliberate moving of the goalposts. Oh, I've, I've proved you wrong, so now I'm going to change my argument to something it wasn't before. Yeah. My – my thing when it comes to guests like that, I don't think I've had on a guest. Well, Adam Miller, I guess, is that pretty much. But 
I don't think I've had a guest who's like that in a in a while. But my whole thing is, anytime I have on a guest that may be a little controversial, I want the conversation to be productive. Mm-hmm. So if the conversation isn't productive, I'd rather not have more. Like, I'll give a good example. I won't say names or anything like that. There was a guest who 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 does like political stuff and things like that, and I was going to have them on because they ran for office and they didn't win, and a lot of things happened between that. And I I even discussed having them on to talk about what happened with the campaign and stuff like that. And this was I want to say this was like around early this year. Then the person started like I don't know what's going on with, in terms of politics now, but there's this whole thing where people are just so up and up in arms about trans people. Yeah, and this and, and, it's the new boogeyman. Yes, and the person who I was going to have on just thought of, their, their their Twitter timeline just changed to a bunch of like vile stuff about trans people, like really vile stuff. And and, it, and I I made a conscious decision like nah. I can't, not only can I not have you on, I don't know if I want to talk to you anymore. Because this is like, there are certain lines that I draw, and when you start speaking hate speech, you're like, I can't. I can't mm-hmm. do that. I can't talk to you. I can't give you a platform to even speak this oh, stuff but, on. Oh, but, but, but Delvin, don't you want to protect the kids? It's, it's, it's not about the kids. We're, we're going to have that conversation. Yeah. Let, let's get through this. Of course it's not about the kids. We're, we're going to get to number five. Let's get to number five first. Number five. I know people give a lot of flack to political leaders, but give me your top five favorite political leaders. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because we always do the we um, always know like they they always know as being the worst. So let's let's give I mean, five good. First ones. of all, we're we're picking from are, are we talking about US based or or not to be US based, just political leaders. Um and it can be civil rights activists, it can be whoever I'll you feel stick is with, I'll, I'll stick with I'll stick with US because I don't wanna uh but <clears throat> there there's well, actually, no, I won't because um, Nelson Mandela's got to be number one okay. on any list, right? That's a great. So, one. like, you know, you, you he he was not an American political leader, but he is a global political leader, yes. right? So, you know, you you have to put Nelson Mandela first on that list. Um, anyone who doesn't put Nelson Mandela first on that list, I would have some serious questions as to why he's not first on your list. They, they may not um, know who he is. They may not know who he is, right? But it's or they hard might to think not know Morgan, who Nelson Mandela is. They might think it's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, well, yeah, I, lo- I love Morgan Freeman. Why would I not have him on the show? Um, but um, but Nelson Mandela, and and I'll also I I got to go outside of America again, unfortunately. Here, uh, the the founder and CEO of Dominion Voting Machines, Hugo Chavez. Um, okay. I, I have to have I have to have Hugo on. Um, because while I disagree with a lot of the authoritarianism that he delved into, that he delved into, um, you know, late in his, uh, in his time in office, um, you know, he was a transcendent figure, you know, he was popular among the people. He actually did what he said he was going to do. He made a lot of mistakes. He carried on a lot of mistakes, um, and you know, just the whole story around Venezuela as to why Venezuela is in chaos is completely the, the, the one we hear on the, from the media is blatantly false. You know, it, it's that, that, oh, it's about socialism. It's totally not about socialism, nor is Venezuela socialist. 
Yes. You know, so so you did yeah, a I'd dig on that. Talk. What's that? You did a dig on America episode on that. I did a dig on America episode about that, where even I learned stuff. Um, I, I recommend people check that out. Up. But thank you. It was it was a fun episode. Um, and um, so okay, let's let's stick to America for the rest. So do, do, am I interviewing them or having lunch with them? I forget. What was the question? Oh, just the, the, just the like to hang ones. out with. You can, you can say to hang out with or have lunch with yeah. either. Um, I probably Obama seems like a cool guy to hang out with. Um, yeah. I'd probably throw Trump on that list because I want I I'd, I'd I'd have to see. First of all, as much as I despise Trump, you have to admit he is extremely entertaining. He is you charismatic. Know, yeah, he's he, he's he's legitimately funny. You know, so like it's he's also legitimately repugnant, but also funny. So like I think I might get a laugh or two here or there. But maybe I could try to figure out what's going on behind that that mask, um, and see if it is a mask or if it's. Or if he's just trying to win a popularity contest, which I'm not really sure which of the two it is, you know, it, it, is he truly the the one of the most divisive and hateful human beings out there, or does he just know that pretending to be that makes him, will, will make him popular with people? You know, I'm not sold on either one of those for sure. I lean the first one, but you know, I don't know everything, um, yeah. and I I think I'd probably have to throw Bernie Sanders on um, just for you know. Th- and again, I don't, and a guy I don't necessarily agree with everything having to do with, uh, you know, with his past and he's got his own set of issues, but I'd probably, I'd have to throw Bernie Sanders in there as well. Okay. So no Dalai Lama? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not going with any, with any of the Vatican or, or anybody dead. I, 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 well, except Nelson Mandela, <laughs> you know, but, and Hugo Chavez. Well, Hugo Chavez, is he dead? Because Sidney Powell said he was not dead. So, in, <laughs> huh? You know, he's there with dead. Tupac and Kurt, <laughs> him, Tupac and Elvis, and and uh, Hugo Chavez hanging out. So, Dutch, I have several questions for you. Okay, let's start off with what, what, what I joked about a second ago. This whole Dalai Lama situation. Mm-hmm. The Dalai Lama situation. Yes, I have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what I'm talking about. No, I'm, there's a Dalai Lama situation. You haven't seen the video of the Dalai Lama telling the kid to suck his tongue? No. You have not heard of this? No, I haven't heard of this at all. Which, <laughs> when I asked you for the topics, you didn't mention Dalai Lama. You, no, I, 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 didn't, uh, I didn't see that one at all, bro. I have no idea what story you're talking about. The Dalai Lama asked the kid to suck his tongue? Yes, I am shocked. Well, maybe I'm not shocked because this is... I guess it's, I guess I may, I guess it's been kind of swept under the, the rug almost. That part would not be surprising. Um, there was a video that came out not, not like like a maybe a week or two ago of the Dalai Lama asking someone to suck his tongue. Yes, a kid, a, a little kid. boy. On on in what context? It was, there was no, okay. I'm going to give the whole full idea of the video. Okay. What happened was the kid was going to meet the Dalai Lama and stuff like that. The kid, the kid walked up to the Dalai Lama and the Dalai Lama gave the kid a kiss on the, on the lips. Uh-huh. 
this is like this is like our news reporters there was there and everywhere. For, for those who don't know, Dalai Lama is the spiritual leader of Tibet. So there's that. And then the Dalai Lama made kind of made a comment after the kids kissed him, telling the kid to suck his tongue. And then the the video looked like the kid was gonna do it, and then it, it didn't happen. And Dalai, like I guess he, the Dalai Lama laughed and I guess sent the kid off essentially. That's weird. Yes, this was a big deal. I'm surprised you didn't hear about this. No, but it doesn't help. It, it, it certainly reinforces my anti-religion stance. <laughs> Matter of uh, fact, I will send the article. This was like a big story. That's why I'm surprised you didn't hear about it. But I guess maybe I no, sent I mean, it in I the could, chat. I could, I could watch the video real quick if you want and and uh and and give you the my thoughts on it but no honestly bro i had not even i have that's this that's the first time i've heard of this story okay this is what i'm gonna do because now now i'm interested in your thoughts i'm gonna pause it for a second let dutch watch the video and we'll come right back okay i'll do I'll, i'll i'll pull it up right now all right we are getting super close to episode 300 so what i need from you the audience the listeners the fans Love you guys. What I need from you is I need you to send in audio or video talking about your favorite moment from the podcast and just wish me a happy 300. Whatever you choose to do, just send in me some stuff in the next two, three weeks so I can put it in the episode. I really appreciate you guys doing this. Thank you. Peace. All right, we're back. Dutch just watched the video. He had no clue this happened, and I am shocked that he had no clue this happened. This is wild. So you remember, remember earlier in the show, I told you that I could wanted to go back and unlearn Andrew Tate. Yes, you got me again. Um, well, I, I <laughs> why did I? Can I unsee that? Um, you know, it's I'm I'm reminded of like all of the 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 the, the people over complaining about the Joe the Joe Biden. You know, obviously, I don't think Joe Biden is a child predator. Though I do think being too touchy-feely with kids can make kids uncomfortable. Yes. Um, I remember being manhandled by old ladies at church, you know. Um, but this is well beyond that. Like, why? What? What possesses you to even kid about something like that to anyone, especially to a kid? You know, it. This is. What happens behind closed doors? Yeah, it makes you think. This was in public. Yes. Like, in super public, in front of it. wasn't just like, oh, somebody, it was in public and somebody was videotaping it and caught it on their cell phone. This was an arranged um, Public event. Yeah, like a graduation of some sort. Could you imagine if an American political figure did some shit like this? Oh, I'm sure they have, uh, but it's not in public. Like in public, like like the yeah, news media is there, and they like they did this, this exact same thing. There is, you know, I I guarantee you this happens in the confines of the church, um, all churches. And again, religion is problematic. Religious leaders are problematic. Um, dogma is problematic. And I, while I'm not blaming religion specifically for this you can't deny the ties right like so it's you know 
now the Dalai Lama, the way, the way that I understand it, he is not elected. He is born, right? So this, he's re, he's reincarnated, um, and it's, I don't think that they could remove him as Dalai Lama because he would have to die, and then he would be reincarnated into a new Dalai Lama, right? I think that's um, correct. So the what do you do? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Like it, it's here's what's gonna happen. Nothing. Well, nothing. Pretty much has happened, and I think proof of that is the fact that you didn't even know this happened. <laughs> it's been kind of like brushed my, to the side almost. My focus is normal. Is 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 mostly American politics. Um, you know, I feel like we have to unsweep all of the garbage that's been swept under the rug back out into the open um and then deal with it in a patriotic way and when i say patriotic way it's because i mean you know i love america i love living in the united states i just demand that she live up to her promises you know um if we met if, when we know better we do better right and it's you know so that's why i, I pay more attention to the united states Obviously, I pay attention to what's going on in Ukraine and Iran and, you know, and, and Hong Kong and stuff like that. But, um, you know, this this is pretty fucking disgusting. Yes. Pardon my French. I forget. This is a swearing friendly show or not. I it is. Remember. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. We've we've given up on trying to stop you from swearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whatever at, at this point. But, yeah. See, I didn't bring you on to talk about that. That's just one thing I was like, ah. I'm quite sure he's heard about this. You were you would have been quite wrong. Wow, that's that's fascinating. That's so just still go to show you how things in this world are just I guess it's, it's such a big vast world there's so much stuff going on that certain things just get swept under the rug. No, no, but see here's the thing, dude. None of this is new. We just have cameras now. Yeah, none of it's new. Yeah, that's the whole thing. None of it's new. There's always been that. And see, I don't want to put what the Dalai Lama said on all on religion, because I, I do believe in Christ and God and all that stuff. I believe in religion. I believe religion is a great tool if used properly. The problem is there are so many people who don't use it properly and use it in ways that are very manipulative that hurt people. Mm -hmm. And that's where, in my opinion, at least my humble opinion, that's where religion gets the bad rap. That's why you see so many people that are made, made, who were once believes in Christ and believes in all that stuff. Now, it's just because they've had bad experiences with religion. And I that's, think that's something yeah. that people should kind of look at. Like, mm -hmm. hey, why are all these people who were once devout believers in Christ and religion eventually turn away from it? That's a question that people should be asking themselves. And I don't think... Part of, the reason, part of the reason now is that they can do it without being disfellowshipped from their families. Yeah, that's that's definitely a part of it. You know, it, where in the past you didn't really have a choice. Like if you, if you gave if, if you turned your back on your religion in a lot of circles in the past, you you were excommunicated from polite society. Yeah, you, know? you looked at as, you looked at as weird. Yeah, now now we, now we can do those things. Yeah, you were socially awkward if you were an atheist. Now it's you know? more. I run into more people who don't believe in religion now than I run the people who do believe in religion almost. And the ones I do run into that believe in religion, they're more like, yeah, I believe in religion. I don't, I just don't go to church. 
you mean adhere to religion yeah you know it's i i i believe in religion you know <laughs> it exists uh the the i don't adhere to a structured faith right like, yes i'm okay i like, i'm not convinced that there is not a divine power i'm just also not convinced there is one so you know i i consider myself an agnostic because one thing i think we can all agree on is that god is not transcendent in this world in any physical form um you know so it's all like well i've experienced god personally and you can't tell me what i didn't experience you're right but you know the hebrews had a cloud of a, 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 a pillar of smoke and a pillar of fire that supposedly according to that story literally showed them god was with them um we have no such evidence uh so maybe god should do that and then and erase all doubt because he did it for the hebrews yeah that's a good point i think i think that's where people kind of like look at things like ah, i don't know about this because they don't necessarily get it in a global scale what i mean by right. that is like you know back in the days you know people saw jesus walk on water they saw certain fantastical events but if you were God, wouldn't you, wouldn't you have had Jesus walk on water after the invention of the iPhone? Yeah, I would have. I, I, I think there's ways that you can still see His presence in the world. I just don't think it's to the satisfaction of people in society. Then also, I want to add this other caveat to it. I, I think that um, if I'm God, I don't. You have to come to me. I'm not coming to you. It's like Jordan. You like Michael Jordan in terms of like, you gotta prove to me that you believe. Like I'm Michael Jordan. I'm you come to me. I'm the one with all the the, the I'm the one with all the, the questions and the way to get you to salvation. So you need to find me. I don't need to find you. But there is the caveat that you know, there are people who don't believe, and I don't think that the people that are supposed to be spreading the word of God and the Bible are doing what they're supposed to be doing. That that's definitely true, but you, you also got to remember, if if you read the Old Testament and in the New Testament, um, with with a couple of exceptions, God was, you know, physically in in either the form of God or in the form of Christ. Um, if you believe that Christ is the Son of God, he was literally there with them, like performing yes. miracles in front of them. And like God said to the Hebrews multiple times in Exodus, in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, um, I will do this for you, and then you will, then they will know that I am their God. Over and over and over again, it repeats this. Okay, so you've turned away from me again. So now I will do this for you to prove to you that I am your God. I will, I will do these plagues in Egypt. I will, you know, drive out these enemies from the promised land. I will put manna on the ground. I will come down and, you know, build, a, a, design this tabernacle for you. Uh, I, people will drop dead if they touch the ark. Um, over and over and over again, he tried to prove his existence to the, to the Hebrews. And they still didn't, oh, they still fell away from him. Well, well then <laughs> yeah, that... But he doesn't do that for us. So it's like, why, why, why not? Well, then you that brings what? up a whole other topic. That God kind of looking like, you motherfuckers ain't going to believe me anyway. Either you believe or you don't at this point. 
that's true, but God should but God should know that because he was om- omnipotent, so he would have already known that that was going to happen. Yeah, so he, he already knows that either you're going to listen or you're not going to listen. Right. <laughs> at, at, at this point so, in time. So like, then why go through – so then why put himself through that in the first place? Yeah. Just to prove the point? Yeah. <laughs> Just to show us, like, hey, I tried to tell y'all what I was going to do. Y'all didn't listen. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I – think see, the, the, the thing about God, I think – Shit, I didn't want this to become a God podcast, but I guess we're here now. One of the things I always found fascinating is there are some things in the world that just aren't explainable. Okay. And those things always fascinate me. And it almost comes up like, well, I guess that has to be God or something like that, or higher power. Like when you, have, when you hear the stories of a kid getting trapped under a car and the mother lifts the car up, and no way this mother can lift this car up to help the, the kid, but it happens. Or, these things that are just so weird that just seem so out of place. You're like, huh? Just be glad you're having this conversation with me and not with Mikey, because oh. I because I am much I am I am I, I want to have this conversation with Mikey. No, it, he is much more hostile uh, to towards this than I am. Um, but uh, and and I, I we all know I love Mikey as much as we butt heads. Yeah. But you know he's Mikey's great. He's he will he would go if I were to jump into Mikey's skin now. He would say science would prove that that's that that's adrenaline, and we have evidence to show that there that that you know the human body is capable of, of quite a bit, given appropriate uh, amounts of adrenaline. Um, you know, so like it's uh, now I I understand that people have you know anecdotal experiences that are profound yes. to them. You know, but like it's but also like you know when when Muslims die they see. Or they have near-death experiences. They see Muhammad. When, when Jewish people die, they they, you know, they see Moses or Ezekiel. Um, you know, when Christians die, they see Jesus. You know, when when Hindus almost die, they see Krishna. You know, so it's you kind of see what you're what you're told to see. You know what I mean? Like it's well, there there could be a logical explanation for that as well. When I when I when I have a near death experience, I want to see like Hercules, <laughs> or Thor, Thor. Literally, Chris Hemsworth Thor is what I want to see. <laughs> well, actually, no, um, Natalie Portman Thor would be better. I want to see Natalie okay. Portman Thor. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I, I think it's all it's all just what's in your mind, almost because technically speaking, we are putting these words and these definitions on people. Mm-hmm. Like God is a is a word that was created to define who He is, correct? According to uh, what I would believe, the Bible would say that He created that word. But yeah, yes, all these like God, like God, uh, Muhammad, whatever you want to say, these are words that are created to define like higher powers in life. So mm-hmm. if one religion believes in this higher power, like Bud- Buddhists and stuff like that, they're going to see their version of that, maybe. Now, to us, because I don't think God, because how can you define God, somebody who's omnipotent, as like a, a figure? We're, we're, we're thinking of it like a like a singular person almost. Well, it's, it's pretty much not a singular person. It's an all-powerful thing. So I wouldn't think of it like, oh, I guess this is God. I guess this is Muhammad. You know, I guess this is whoever this is. I never looked at it like that. So, like, when people say, oh, God must be, God's a man. Like, why would God be a man with white hair and all this stuff? He's like, a, he's a God. Well, you know, 
because Genesis said, we shall create man in our own image. Yes. Twice in in Genesis. In fact, it gives two completely different and separate creation narratives but, back to back. But my whole thing is, what does that mean? What is our own image? Are we, are, we are a multitude of people. <laughs> We're not well, yeah, just like... And who is we? Like, it, a lot of people say it's the Trinity, but nobody talks about um, the Holy Spirit having the form of a man. Why would God need a nose that faces downwards? Exactly. You know, so, I mean, yeah, you can, I, I can work my way around the fact that, you know, maybe God's nose doesn't face down, but he made ours face down. You know, I, 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 all right, I'll, I'll sign that waiver. Okay. Um, but still, like, what does he need? What does he need feet for? Yes. Why would he need any of this man-made stuff? If he Why does he need genitalia? Yes. That's my whole thing. I don't think, I think it's more of a, a lot of things I think are made to make us understand what's going on. And that's how humans kind of process things. Mm-hmm. Like even, even aspects of the Bible. I look at like, hmm, what does this exactly mean? When they say like David, the story of David and Goliath, what do they consider a giant? Yeah, well, the, the it, it's likely that Goliath was one of the Nephilim, um, you know, which was, as uh, the, the Bible says, I believe in Genesis 7 or something like that. I forget which, but right before the Noah's Ark story. Uh, you know, it talks about the 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 angels, which is it's it's more written out in the Book of Enoch about the Watcher angels that come down to Earth and see women and think they're hot and go have babies with them, and you know those are demigods, the heroes of old. So, like literally, literally, the Bible talks about them being like you know Hercules and Perseus and stuff like that. That it doesn't name them, but you know, coming from that part of the world you know, Beowulf and, and those types of stories is definitely what they were talking about. Yes. Um, you know, so the, you know, but it's, it's likely that Goliath would have been one of them. Um, but, you know, it's, it's basically a, uh, it's, it's a classic story though of under, of the underdog, you know, it's, yes. it's dodgeball, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's the movie dodgeball. It's, it's, a, it's a great underdog story. But, you know, for the second time in this show, bro, we can just ask Morgan Freeman because he not only is <laughs> Nelson Mandela, but he is also God, right? So That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I always find conversations about the Bible interesting because, you know, the Bible has been a book that's been passed on from centuries and centuries. And as I alluded to before, you know, as time went on, man has made adjustments to the Bible. Yes. That we should all be able to agree on, but for some reason, many people can't. Yeah. So it's it's always fascinating me because I always wonder myself, like, ah, what are the true meanings of the Bible when it comes to those type of things? Because, like, you know, as time goes on, the Bible has had some revisions and adjustments to kind of fit certain narratives and stuff like that. And it's like, a, even I had a conversation, well, I won't tell the whole conversation because I don't out somebody for saying something repugnant. But I had, I had a conversation with somebody a while back, and they pointed at some things in the Bible that were kind of deemed anti-gay, right? Mm-hmm. The Bible is definitely anti-gay. Yes. Yeah. And 
They showed me one scripture in one book. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I went and found a, sa- a similar Bible that had the same scripture that said something completely different. Mm-hmm. And they were like so confused by this. And it was the same scripture, but it reworded in a different way. And I'm like, this is how we have problems <laughs> because. Yep. I mean, the, 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 there's, there is, there are some verses in the Bible that seem to hint at homosexuality being okay, especially when it comes to, I, I think that it's more man on man is that it's against, right? Um, the Bible is pretty clearly against man on man relationships. Yes. Um, although at the time, what, what, what it was, what it was really, what uh, most of the anti-homosexual verses in the Bible, not all of them, but, but most of them, are tweaked just enough in to be where, where they change the original meaning to man on man from man on boy originally, right? So it was pedophilia to a young boy in a lot of those cases, um, which is very different. Which is very very different, right? Although it should be noted, didn't really make the same distinction when it comes to man on minor girl. You know, that was, that is not expressly forbidden in the Bible. Um, You know, it's, you can find quite a few cases of very, very young girls being uh, sold or raped or married off. Uh, You know, it's, the the Bible is very highly problematic, Um, but you're also right. It is, you know, different translations will say different things. Yes. You know, and and I don't speak Hebrew, uh, but I try to read the old testament from like from the original hebrew the different translations of the uh, hebrew and it and it, it is markedly different in a lot of places um you know from what we were accustomed to with the king james so let me ask you this to bring it interesting bring it back to to, to us history mm-hmm. u.s history to be specific do you think that will ever happen with the constitution well, you see a lot of the same crap with the Bible as you do with the Constitution. It's remarkably similar. Um, the adherence that w- when it comes to originalism and inerrancy, right? Um, you know, you've got the whole uh, Scalia, Anton Scalia. Um, I don't know if it's Scalia or Scalia. I've heard it pronounced Scalia. different ways. Yeah, different people pronounce it differently, I guess. But um, I think officially it's Anton Scalia. Um and he's into this constitutional originalism. We must interpret the Constitution in as the original uh, framers of the Constitution wrote it at the time, as they intended it to be, as they thought about it in that context. And people with religion say the same thing. You know, like, we have to, we have to look at it as it was written then, you know, and the answers are all there. So it's like, but the Constitution is a far more modern document. Um, and it, there was a number of purposes of the constitution over the, uh, its predecessor, which was the articles of confederation. And the main one was to collect taxes, right? So that was really the main reason, uh, why we had to have a, a a new constitution was because the articles of confederation did not grant 
the, the central government, the federal government to collect tax. Uh, and it turns out we needed to have money to do things to uphold our capitalist system. You know, so, yes. um, you know, you can't fund the railroads and then give those companies away to private companies so that they, be, they can become billionaires on the taxpayer's dime without having taxpayers, <laughs> you know? Uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty remarkable, but the constitution, like, again, there, there's a lot to be said positive about the constitution. It's a pretty remarkable document and remarkably short, yes, you know, <clears throat> not, not, not as long as a lot of people think I'm surprised people don't read it. Um, I'm, I haven't memorized it, but you know, it's, but I've, I've read it a number of times. And there's a lot in there that is very, very thoughtful and, you know, as, as, especially the way that they set up our government with checks and balances. I'm very much in favor of checks and balances. Um, you know, so that's if you if you're looking for me to say something positive, there it is. I am, too. I think checks and balances is a good system to have. And I think when used properly, it works very well. Mm -hmm. Right. And and they but but the way that they set it up was that we were United States, right? So like people think that we're called the, the United States. No, we are the United separate states, right? We are the states united. Um, and um, that was the way that people thought of it. Like back in those days, people would call themselves Virginians or New Yorkers, you know, um, now you people call themselves Americans very very rarely do you meet someone and you know like let's say you go overseas to Paris and whatever and you're from Georgia I think right so Miami. my right Florida okay so you don't usually especially nowadays with your governor you don't you wouldn't go to Paris and someone says oh where are you from and you'd be like well I'm a Floridian no, no I wouldn't tell anybody I wouldn't tell anybody that now <laughs> You know, but like that—that that was part of their identity. Was their was their statehood, and right? And you had different laws in different states. You had different populations in different states. Massachusetts was, you know, a lot of like the Quakers and Puritans, and you know, you had other states that were some states that were friendlier to the Native Americans, and others that were more hostile. You had some that owned slaves, and some that didn't. You had some that were industrial, and some that were uh, agrarian. You know, so it, it was it was a it was a different. A geog the geography then was a lot different than it is now and you know the the patriotism of their to their was really towards the state the the country was more of a convenience where it's very interesting when you talk to a lot of conservatives now they're always so pro-america but hate the idea of america having power they want the power to go to the states they don't really want that it's just convenient for them to push their agenda across yes pretty much they so, would divide us by county if they were if they were able to do so. Oh, without question, they would. So let me bring up something that you brought up earlier. Let's switch the topics just a little bit, or well, a lot of bit. You talked about the the podcast you recorded a while back mm -hmm. about gun control. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this. I recorded a four part series on gun control. Jason Dust was a part of it. Mm -hmm. What well, the original ideal of it was, it's going to be kind of shot like documentary style where I was going to interview different people. I did all the interviews. I was putting it together. And frankly speaking, 
with all the shooting and things that happened, what were happening, it got me super depressed. Just the conversation and stuff like that. So it took me a while to really like get into it. And I, I, at one point, I was like, I don't want to do this because it was, it, it was so much. Like even now, as we speak, when I did that, the whole when we first started it, I felt like it was okay. This is gonna be an interesting conversation for people to have and to listen to mm-hmm. because it's the hot topic, and it, and people wanted to have an open discussion about it. But as time went on, that discussion never ended. Yeah, it won't. And it's and, and in some ways, it felt like it got worse because we like just recently we've had like two shootings over the past day, like of this of similar circumstances. Well, I'm quite sure you've heard this story before. Maybe you haven't, because you haven't heard it. <laughs> a lot of stories I told you. The story about the black kid going to knock on the door, thinking he was picking up his sister, and the guy shot him at the door. Mm-hmm. Shot him in the head. Yeah. yeah, I heard about it. Then we have that story. Then you have the story about the white girl who, who they, I guess they were backing into the in somebody's yard, trying to do like a U-turn or something like that. And they shot, and they shot her and killed her. Well, that one I don't know about. Yeah. And this was just this this week. Like, yeah, not enough, not enough, not enough people died, so the media didn't pick it up. Yeah, it's just it's just so much gun violence, and I feel like it needs to be a grander discussion. So what I'm what I'm gonna do is I'll, I'll announce it on this episode right now. I'm almost at episode 300. Want to get that out the way first, but after episode 300, I'm gonna release the full interviews. For episode 301, 302, 303, 304. For people to listen to, to get the conversation, because I think that's the best way to do it. In episode 305, I'm going to do a live show where I have everybody come back on. We're going to have a conversation like that. Because I think that's the best, most productive way to do everything. Yeah, I didn't know that that, I was kind of wondering what's going on with that. Um, I thought I just missed it. But the, um, excuse me. The, The funny thing is, is like, I was thinking about like, that show later and like i don't remember specifically what but like i there there are things that i may have even said in that show where i'm like maybe i've moved my position on it you know so it's like we talked a lot about the constitution with your point that's how i liked it a lot yeah and i still pretty much hold to that though i think as i study the constitution more um you know, I'll, I'll be able to, I would, I would add more to it and maybe change my thought a little bit on one thing or another. But I think that's part of what you should do when it comes to your views on stuff. I don't think you should be able to just, that, that we should just have a view on something and say, I have to hold to this view because someone might go back and find an episode five years ago where I said something slightly different. I I, agree. I'll, give, I'll give you a, a great example of this. There was a, when, when Brittany Griner, first came to the nba i believed the stories that she was a man wow right like i was to- there someone told me they just said to me they were just like oh well britney Griner's a dude and i was like oh okay well that explains why she's so much better than everybody okay that's fine and like it didn't make me hate britney Griner. um th- but but i definitely bought into the whole like <clears throat> is it safe conversation um, when it comes to trans people, and I, I still think that it's okay to have those conversations um, in, in certain situations, but I think that now I'm very cautious about even entering into those conversations because I've learned 
that maybe I didn't know everything about it back then, right? And what and and I didn't realize at the time, like 2017, 2018, that there was a concerted effort to take people's humanity and rights away. Oh, you yeah. know, and like it's it's one thing to say, well, it's unfair to my daughter who is 19 in college that she lost to a swimmer who used to be a, a biological male. That's one thing for a parent to feel that way. It's another thing to use that story to damage an entire community. Yes. And that is what is happening. Yes, pretty much. You know, so it's that the, the people who are complaining about the, uh, I forget the swimmer's name, um, Leah Thomas. Is that, it? so like, I think it's Leah Thomas. I think it is. Um, the um the the people who are using that story or the the cyclist who won like one of the one of the minor races um cycling races they 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 don't talk about that story because they care about the person who finished second they talk about it because they hate trans people they hate them they hate the fact that they exist and they want to strip away their humanity i've always said i've never heard so many People talk about swimming a damn my life. <clears throat> Just like um since Michael Phelps, no. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy how these things blow up and become these big news stories when and then go back another. I'll give you a perfect example of that the whole thing about the women's basketball situation. How that became um a big story. Shit, I can't remember. Well, and, and and the funny thing about the trans conversation, and a lot of people don't think about this. You heard about the race that Leah Thomas won. You, don't hear you didn't hear nothing about lost. the 150 races she lost. Yeah. You don't hear nothing about all the ones she lost and all that. Everything that kind of like. You don't, you don't hear about the fact that after Leah Thomas went through the, the, the medical changes that she went through to, in order to comply with the NCAA rules. <clears throat> That I, I forget exactly, but her times went down like thirteen percent or something. You know, like they don't talk about that. They don't talk about all the times that she got owned by the biological women. You know, where they kicked her ass because it's you not hear about the win. Yeah, you're only gonna hear about the win. You know, and they wanna they wanna create this idea that like they want to create this idea that like little Johnny, I've said this before on dig on America, but uh, you know, so this isn't anything new, but you know, they, they want to create the narrative that like, you know, little Delvin when he was 18 or 16 years old, got cut from the sophomore basketball team and was so angry that he decided to become a woman and be the star of the women's basketball team, like the movie Joanna Man. I mean, it, yes. it's like like they they really think that that movie is real life. Yes. That's who the fiction. fuck is doing that? Let's be honest. Who the fuck is doing that? You who? so 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 you're telling me that little Delvin is going to become a woman to star on the eighth grade basketball team, and to do so is going to join 
a group of people that is the most marginalized and hated on group of people in the world. Yes. More than black people, more than Jews right now. No one is going to put especially black, that. especially especially uh, trans people of color. It's even worse for them. Yes, nobody's going to put themselves through that for that. You know, and and being a being a Twitch streamer, I've recently become a Twitch streamer, and one of the things, um, and and you you can you're aware of this too because you know when you when you and I got first got into podcasting, you were in it I think a little bit before us, um, and I think we've shared this with each other. When we first came into podcasting, the community is open arms, right? Like, correct. New friends, like you know, people help each other. It's a support community, so you get to know people. Like we, you got, we got to know you. Like you know, Jock and Nerd, Gerald, you know, all um, all these different shows, and um, and uh, this is the same with Twitch streaming, and it just so happens that in the little circle of Twitch that I'm on. There's three or four streamers who happen to be trans or non-binary who I've gotten to know. And I don't want to pretend that these four or five people speak for everybody, but the the consensus is if I could that, that I don't want to I don't want to go through the things that I have to go through. Ima- they're, they're, they would be like, Jason, imagine feeling like you're a female, feeling like you're a girl but having to go through male puberty. I wouldn't yeah. wish that on anybody. And then some of the hormones they have to take, like they don't, this this isn't something that they are like, oh, they're so excited about. And the idea that like some teacher is going to say, oh, well, you should definitely become a woman um, or you should definitely become a man. And let's just go snip, snip is fucking absurd. It is. It really is. It's almost, well, it is offensive. I, I do a podcast monthly with someone who's trans. Amazing person. She's a great person. Haley. And hearing some of the stories that she tells me about things, it's 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 rough. Like um, even like um, the over sexualization of her. Oh my god! Just by being in a space, they're triggered. Yes, and one of the things she tells me is that people will say things, to, atrocious things to her, in terms of like they'll like talk bad around, say things to her. And then those same people will flirt with her. Yes. And she says yes. it's, it's like this morbid thing where they're like almost sexually attracted to her, but they don't want to mm-hmm. admit it, but they'll do things. It's like, but why are you saying these hateful things towards me? It's it's just it's just such a weird thing to go through. Why why would you, you think anybody would ask for that unless that was something that they that's, that's in them, like you know. A lot of times, it's because they hate them. So they hate the fact that they're attracted to them. You know, like I, I would, you know, I, I, I can admit there are trans people who, when I look at them, I'm like, oh, they're beautiful. Yeah. Right. Like you know, now I, I, whether or not I would engage in sexual relations with someone is, I don't ever, or me or any person, that's a personal decision. Like right. I can, I, I cannot date someone because I don't like redheads, you know, like who you sleep with is on you. Right. So like, the, like the whole, um, who was it on that reality show? It wasn't T-Pain. Remember at one of the, was it D'Angelo? One of the, one of the rappers was on like a reality show and a trans woman was like trying to kiss him in the hot tub. Do you remember this? Um, 
I don't remember this. It was on like that show where it had all like the 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 B the B stars and they would share a house. I don't know if it was Big Brother or Are you or talking whatever. about um what the show that was on VH1? Yeah, I think it was a VH1 show. I don't remember who the who the rapper was. It was definitely it was either a rapper or R B R and B singer. And like they a trans woman, it wasn't RuPaul, but it was like somebody from that group, like was trying to make out with him. And he was like, No, 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 I don't do that. And like people came down on that individual and they were like, Oh, you're transphobic. No, that's not transphobic. No, that's not transphobic. That's that that's I don't want to kiss a person. Yeah. Right. I don't want to kiss Delvin. I like him. I don't want to kiss, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't want to kiss me. Believe me when I tell you, yes. you know, what I mean? so, preference who you want to date and, who, and preference who you want to sleep with is not transphobia, not right. transphobic. You know, you can it, it's it, not it, racist. So so it's not racist if someone says I prefer to date black women or white women or Hispanic women. Yes, that's a that's a that's a sexual taste right what is racist and what is transphobic is when i tell another person they should you shouldn't date black women yes or you shouldn't date him or, or when you, you go date out trans blatantly women. degrade black women or trans people to get your point across like i don't date them yeah. this is why they are awful and all that like, stuff that's when it becomes right. racism yes having a preference is not racism it's it's just you have a preference and your preference is right. your preference yeah Exactly. You, I don't want to be gay. Perfect. You shouldn't be gay. I'm a, I'm a homophobic. Yes. You know, so, but to circle that back, um, you know, it's there, the, the, the whole culture is the, the part that I don't understand is like you, people just want to exist. And like they keep telling us there's this trans agenda. And I'm trying to circle this back to what you're talking about, about your friend with the sexualization. Um, they all they want to do is exist. Yes. If 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 the cashier at Target is a biological male who feels more comfortable wearing a women's blouse and purple eyeshadow, that should not impact my life at all. And whether or not I want to buy a hairbrush and a, and a dozen eggs from Target. But people let it do that. And they're like, well, well, my child might see them and they'll be sexualized. If that's the case, you should have picket. You, you should be picketing outside of Hooters. Because every single time that you go to go, go to Hooters or Twin Peaks, which is like Hooters, um, on a Sunday or Tilted Kilt. Go to one of these places on a Sunday and look at the after church crowd that's there with kids. Why are you subjecting your kids to the sexualization? Why are you, why are you showing kids? Why are you putting kids in beauty pageants and putting makeup on them? Well, that's a whole other thing. But you're triggered by a drag queen reading a book, reading Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar in drag with not one inch of their skin showing except their hands and their face like muslim women in burqas have more skin showing than people in drag yes just a glamour was that sexuals right and 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 one more thing just to close this loop and i'm sorry to rant on this but like i live when I, where, where i lived in bakersfield i was in mccarthy's district i just moved and 
California, there was a, there was a Kaiser, uh, I think it was a Kaiser that was having a um, an a gender an all gender bathroom put in, and there was a small not a lot of people. There was a small group of people protesting this gender neutral bathroom. I saw it. They're like protect our kids, blah 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 blah. Sex don't over sexualize our kids, blah 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 blah. Like they were creating the narrative that there that the bathroom at this hospital was going to be like a den of sex, where like you would have, you know, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, people looking like they just came out of that movie, swinging their dinglings around in front of little innocent little blonde girls. That's the idea that they think is that that they want to plant in your head, that they're going to rape kids, et cetera, et cetera. The bathroom gets built. <clears throat> I noticed later it opens. Guess what it is, Delvin? It's a door. You open the door, you shut it behind you. There's a toilet in there and a baby changing station and a mirror. Just the right. I'm bathroom. waiting to see. Yes. Are the is the trans person supposed to jump out of the vent like Among Us? Because I'm confused as to what what why my house has three trans trans neutral uh, gender neutral bathrooms. I had that conversation with somebody not too long ago. I'm like, we already have those in a lot of malls. They call them family bathrooms. Yeah. And all it, all it is is just the bathroom that's just one stall that you can lock the door behind. That's all it really is. This should not be a big deal. Yeah. And, like, think about the trans person. If a trans person, do you think, they're assuming that every single trans man, trans woman or every single trans man is automatically going to feel comfortable in a biological woman or biological man intended locker room, bathroom, et cetera. Correct. They don't think about the fact that most, the vast majority of them may not feel at home in either. Yeah. It's, it's disgust. They don't care about them. They don't care about protecting kids. If they cared about protecting kids, they'd advocate for kids to have health care. Yeah, among other things, or or for teachers and 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 Kids their own. free lunch. These teachers, these teachers, you know, they're so un-American. They're trying to turn girls into boys. But you know what? Maybe we should arm these un-American socialists. Isn't it funny? That's an oh, one thing. day the teacher's an un-American socialist teaching CRT and trans agenda, the trans agenda, and the next day, well, we should arm teachers. What? What? Which is it? It makes no sense. Jesus, Katie Christopher. Yes. <laughs> but I'm the crazy one at the Thanksgiving table somehow. I'm the lunatic. I, I... Okay. <laughs> I think that's a perfect way to end this episode, Jason. We haven't talked about anything that I had on the agenda, and that, that, this was perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't. Don't, don't, the, um, though I will say... Um, I know you want to talk about, about no, Feinstein. We, you can come back and talk about that. <laughs> all, I gonna, I, 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 all I was going to say is I definitely think Feinstein does need to go. I know I, you I, want to. So, like, she's she's 89 years old. She the, the one thing people need to put in their head about that is she is the senator from California. California needs this vote. We need to get judges approved. With respect to her humanity and in hope for her health, and I don't like Diane Feinstein. She's a very conservative Democrat. 
but it's she should probably just resign. We're, I think we're, I'm going to have you back on to have a Patreon conversation about that and the idea of people. It's it's a whole conversation I want to have about that about politicians not doing what's best for the constituents, but doing what's best for themselves. What I mean by that, because you had a conversation a, a while back about um, what's her name, the judge. Ruth uh, with Amy Coney Barrett, no, or Ruth Gader Ginsburg. Jackson. Say again, Ruth Gader Ginsburg. Oh Ruth yeah, Bader RBG. Yeah, when she didn't retire, when she when she probably should have retired, and because she didn't retire. Different situation, but yeah, I mean, she should have stepped down under Obama. Yes. Like I said, that's a conversation for another day, probably really soon. All right, Dutch, let me know where to find you at. Well, you can uh, follow me in a number of places if you're crazy enough to do so. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Dutch Jason. You can follow me on Twitch. You can catch my Twitch stream, which will be starting now in fact if you want to come on my twitch stream you can come talk on twitch with me um uh, i'm on twitch at dutch jason now jason is spelled j-a-s-e-n uh so you can find me in those two places and then you can check out dig on america uh which is our podcast um the easiest place to find that would be on youtube just youtube.com forward slash dig on america or google dig on america podcast and um it pops up everywhere You've had attorney Anna on. You keep trying to steal her from us. <laughs> Not at all. But she's good people though. She definitely is. Yes. So yeah, you can find us. Uh, you can find me there. And why you'd want to, I don't know. But if you do, cool. <laughs> there you go. And as always, Devil Cock Spirits, we are out. Peace.